Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are Two Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Yay. Yay, we actually have two girls again. Yeah. Because Ashley is in Arizona. Yes. For family? I don't know. I feel like it's spring training. Is she on the baseball team? No, but they enjoy going and watching. Okay. (laughs) But I, I don't really know. I actually don't know why. It probably is family, but... I think that she had pictures at the baseball field on Instagram. Oh, okay. So that's why I feel like they're there for spring training. Sports! Yay! Well, we miss you, Ashley. Hopefully you're listening to this podcast so you can catch up by the time you return. Right. Because she's out next week for a work trip. I know. Yeah, she's in New York. She is a, a traveling lady. That is for sure. She really is. So last week we did our very first um, FaceTime podcast. Yeah. And that was fun. It was. And actually, but it sounded really well. Like, it actually turned out. You listened to it? I did not. But um, (laughs) Nick listened to it. Producer Nick did? Yeah. And he was like, oh, it sounds really good. Like, you wouldn't have been able to really tell. And I was like, okay. Sweet. Okay. Wonderful. So we didn't have to acknowledge the fact. I know. I did realize it was snowing earlier today. And I was like, damn it, we're going to have to do another FaceTime. The wind we have had some crazy wind. I don't know that I've ever been around wind like we had today. Yeah, that was Colorado. ridiculous. Um, but if you're not listening in Colorado, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no idea. Um, prior to get uh, prior to getting into anything else, we'll do wine on a dime. Yes. And I went to the liquor store while you pull it up um, to try and find the Seagram's um, Tropical Escape Rosé. It's supposed to have Chris Harrison's face on the box, (laughs) but um, I I didn't do the research beforehand, but I got there and they didn't have it, so I got us a bottle of rosé, but then when I got home, I researched, and you can go to the Seagram website and be like, locate the nearest distributor, and there isn't any in Colorado yet. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I find that very interesting. Why? Well, I feel like we've had so many bachelor, bachelorette people come out of Colorado, and Colorado, everyone and their mom is migrating here. So I feel like. <laughs> but if it's shipping from, because it, I saw that they have it a lot on the East Coast. So if it's shipping, oh, maybe I it'll see. ship west. Yeah, I guess I was thinking it was originally shipping from California. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real rosé, not a real wine. I mean, I don't know. But it's supposed to be like $100 a can, or $100, 100 calories a can. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. We're going all out splurging. Words. Words. <laughs> all right. So wine on a dime. What are we yes. drinking today? So we have the Cupcake Rosé from 2018, which is normally priced right around $9.99. Um, there actually isn't that many readings on it. There's like 200 on the Vivino app. So it's got like a 3.4. But I actually think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, t- flavors of strawberry, raspberry, and watermelon. Um, very light. Refreshing. I like it. I do, too. Yeah. It's very good. What yeah. does the label say? I'm trying to see if it says anything fun, because sometimes these are boring. <laughs> but Come on, says, label people. Step it up. Our rosé comes from vineyards along California's alluring coastline, where the sun-drenched days slowly ripen our grapes, while cool nights ensure bright, crisp wine. Oh, see, that was boring. Cheers. Oh, but it does say to serve with prosciutto wrapped in honeydew melon. I can't eat that kind of th- stuff around you. That would yeah. be very you can smacky. Eat just as long as you eat with your mouth closed. I know, but it just it jacks with my brain. 
So cheers. I asked my husband. He said I, I don't eat with my mouth open. Yeah. But you've been around me eating. Do I eat with my mouth open? <laughs> Sometimes. Some foods require it. Does it? <laughs> do they? <laughs> I don't know that they do. I just remember growing up, my mom hated when I ate with my mouth open. Yeah. And I got called out a lot. Yeah, most of Nick's family actually eats with their mouth open. And I I have a girlfriend, actually, who has the same thing I do. So she has misophonia as well. And um, we'll text each other back and forth about, like, situations where it's either her husband or our families. And that's normally who I respond to. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'm with the family and they're all chewing with their mouths open. Oh, my goodness. Can't handle it. And have you shared with them your... They it's not know. Really an issue... Yeah. Your, what would you call it? So, I mean, technically, it's a sensitivity. I don't know if it's a disorder. Sometimes I feel like it is. <laughs> but, because it's really annoying. Like, it's annoying to have it. Oh, I bet. Because most people don't notice it. And so, I it drives me nuts. I never even realized people didn't notice it. Like me. Because mm-hmm. even I try to chew differently. So, that way, people around me don't freak out, even though they don't have it. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, yep. I could dwell on this topic forever because it's know. fascinating to me. Um, I want to talk about, before we get into Bachelor Land, because mm-hmm. there's a lot to th- say, I think. Um, I was so excited yesterday. I was so excited. It was announced that the, the crime junkies oh, I know. were coming to Denver. And so I went to the <sighs> website and it was like, public ticket sales don't happen until Thursday. So I put a time on my, my work calendar to remind me. And then I started listening to their latest podcast. It was like, if you join our Patreon, it's $5 a month and you can buy tickets immediately. And I was like, okay. So I went to their (laughs) website and I was like, $5 a month, okay. Sign up. And then I I text you guys. I was like, I signed, I joined the fan club. I was so excited. I'm gonna get us tickets. I know, I got that text message from you and I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm totally coming. So then I went to the seating chart and I was like, holy cow. Like I selected the seats that had three next to each other that were on the main level and they were $70 each before fees. That's ridiculous. So then I was like, that's crazy. So then I went to the balcony and that was $40 before fees. We didn't even pay that much for Caitlin Bristow. Right. So you think of the the Caitlin Bristow podcast. We know Caitlin Bristow. We knew like there were going to be like Brandy Cyrus was there and Ben was there. Um, And then even the Grace and Mamrie podcast, that was $50. But still, those are notable names. Yeah. It's not just a podcast. You know, off the top of my head, I could not tell you the host names of Crime Junkies. Oh, Ashley Flowers. I don't remember the other one right now. Got it. But And I know that they've made a big name. I mean, they've had interviews with the FBI who reached out to them and, like, asked them to do stuff. So I get it. Like, they're making their way. But at the same time, $70? That's a lot of damn money for 90 minutes of a story. Mm -hmm. I mean, plus, technically, it's, like, $75 because you had to pay $5 to get on Patreon. And I immediately unjoined the fan club. Yeah, fair. (laughs) I don't know if I still got charged. I don't know. Like, I keep wanting to join the... the Patreon just because I want to hear some of the extra episodes. I got no time but, in my life for extra well, content. I got a long drive. You do. So I'm jealous no. of your drive. <laughs> I make mine as long as can just to listen to podcasts. I don't. I don't even notice it sometimes. And then when I'm out of podcasts, I'm or episodes, I'm like sad day. So sad. Because I have like two hours of drive time every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was really sad. I couldn't have actually made it because it was during Oktoberfest. But I thought it wasn't. 
No, it was. But you said it wasn't. No, I said it was. No, you said it might be, and then you're like, it's not. Yeah, no. I swear you said that. I'm on luck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Do you see it? I don't know. We had some other text messages after that, so. Scroll up. Oh, lady. no, I said it's not to you saying it's all good. Oh, I thought you were saying, oh, it's not yeah. during October. You were Fest. like, it's all good. And I was like, no, it is not. Okay, see, that was a miscommunication. And then you were like, tickets are $70. And I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's where text messaging fails. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Um, so that was an eventful moment in my day. Yeah. <laughs> it woke me up a little bit later in the day than I needed it to. <laughs> but I slept just fine because I, after watching The Bachelor, I was like over it. Yeah. I'm ready for the season to be over. I'm done. I like. I don't even. I don't care about women tell all next week. I just want to get to the end to see which bitch he's trying to like bring home to his mom. <laughs> is it Maddie or is it Hannah Brown or is it some other random person that we don't Hannah even Ann. know about? You forgot Hannah Ann. I don't think it's Hannah Ann. But he's all in love with her. Yeah, I get it. But She's I think he's perfect. He's more in love with Maddie. And so I think he's, like, heartbroken, and then Maddie's probably, like, uh, comes back and is like, coming on. We'll see. We'll see. His mom was pretty over uh, dramatic in those previews. I'm just saying, bring her home to us. Maybe she'd been drinking. Maybe. <laughs> A little liquid courage to be in front of the cameras. Oh I don't goodness. know. I don't know. Anyway, let's let's jump in. Yeah. Are you ready to jump in? We Oh, I'm ready. We um, pick up this week's episode in the airplane holder. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. Also called a hangar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the rose ceremony has concluded from last week where Madison, Hannah Ann, and Victoria F. are all given roses. Yep. And so Peter starts to walk away and Madison grabs him, pulls him aside. And um, I really thought this was going to be where she revealed... Her commitment yeah. to herself and to God and would be straightforward. You'd think it'd be the perfect time. But and that didn't happen. There was a lot it of did not. ums, uh, yeah, and talk. Like she went around and around about, you know, the how important it was to her that he not be intimate with the other women. And But that was only after he asked her clearly to tell right. him how she she feel like what yeah. what's up tell me what's going on and then this is important to me but she still didn't say why it was important and you waited until he gave you a rose and you waited the entire season right before telling him when you started the season knowing that peter had sex in a windmill that's what four everyone keeps times. saying but what if he didn't she didn't exact what if she didn't watch the bachelor ah but it doesn't matter because, because it was, it was such a topic and it was brought up the first thing group date that they went on like that's true everybody talked about it for the first like four episodes maybe she was so naive and didn't understand what was being talked about no she's smart okay i give her no (laughs) no no sympathy so she outlines that it um it would be very hard for her um but she doesn't want to give him an ultimatum if he um slept with other women I hope everyone heard the eye roll I just did. Right. Um, and she's telling the camera that she'd be ready and willing to walk away from her relationship with Peter. I feel... Bingo! Yeah. Like, I have some other opinions later on once we get to, like, their part of the date. 
um, for this episode. But I just, I really like Madison, but I've really been struggling. I have no issues with her being a virgin. I have no mm-hmm. issues with her saving herself or being religious. But her communication skills like, are lacking. Yeah. And you already, like, you waited so long. And you also know, even if you hadn't watched Peter's episode, or Peter's time on Hannah Brown, like, you know what the fantasy suite entails. You know that this is where it's ending up. You know this is where it's going. He's been making out with every damn woman on the show. You think he's not going to stick it in one of them? Come on, now. Wow, that was a little vulgar. I know, I try. (laughs) (laughs) I like to see how uncomfortable I can make it. Dang. And she's she's basically asking him to abstain from having sex throughout the next week without yeah. telling him why. And if it just kind of leaves it hanging. And she's telling him what she wants, but not telling the why. I know. It's really hard because this is such a big thing for her. Mm-hmm. And she never thought about bringing it up prior to this. So if this was so big for her, I don't know. Anyways. Anywho. Then we go me. to Australia. Yeah. Which was beautiful. Right. Beaches, cityscapes. Kangaroos. I love it all. Kangaroos, koalas. Yeah. All the things. Probably some snakes. Probably. Um, and the women all arrive in the same hotel suite. Which is really weird. As they use that word many times, awkward. It was extremely and awkward. I, I have done my research. They've never done this before. Yeah. Why? So... I have listened to a couple interviews with uh, with Chris Harrison today. <laughs> oh, good. And he has explained that the reason that they did this is because the Madison piece needed to be brought to the surface, and she had she wasn't talking, she wasn't communicating, and in order for that to happen, they felt they needed to have the women together so that she could talk about how she was feeling. But she didn't. But she did. She kept, she didn't. She kept. She told Hannah Ann, you know, she would be di- very disappointed, and yeah. But she said more than she said all season about it. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter what the hell she says to these other two bitches. It matters what she says to Peter, and the fact that agreed. Like, but it's it was being it was, caught on tape. Well, yeah, and it was for the it was for the I don't want to call it drama because I actually don't think it was drama. No, it was just it was, revealing how yeah. she was really feeling because she wasn't revealing herself. In but her they, interviews. I don't know. That's still kind of shady. I think I think it's shady on, what, ABC? The producers. Yeah. Or The Bachelor. Like, you just put these other women, like, you put these women through some really awkward situations. So awkward. I mean, I know we're going to get into it, but at one point, Victoria is like, it was a very productive evening. Oh, right. Because what else are you supposed to say? <laughs> we had sex all night. We it went to the great. boom boom room. <laughs> It was really great being, you know, the second. (laughs) Because that was the thing. Uh Uh-huh. Is like, so all three of them are sitting there. They're all sitting in the room talking about, wow, this is awkward. And I guess they don't ever really know which. No. But this time they did. I hadn't even thought about that. That was immediately what I thought of when they're all sitting there and Peter walks in. And I was like, oh, my God, they're all going to know which order they're in. So, you know. They're going to know they're not Hannah the knows first. that at least she's the first one so she doesn't get sloppy seconds. But she's not because Han- Hannah Brown was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but she was the first in the three-day fiasco. Mm-hmm. Not fiasco, but. I mean, they're right in a row, man. That, they have to be, right? Chafing. I tell you. It's got to be a problem. For Peter? Yep. K. Yep. (laughs) 
So then Peter does come in, mm-hmm. tells the girls he, he knows this is probably pretty awkward. <laughs> um, and he grabs Hannah Ann, and the date is fine. It's, yeah, it was really boring. I They make they, out on a beach. They went on some jet skis. Yeah, jet skis. They pan over to Madison and Victoria chatting and how hard it all is, yada, yada, yada. Which I feel like would be a conversation even if Madison wasn't yeah. struggling with what she was struggling with. And I realize that we're probably going to talk about this Sorry, later. But it was the mic. <laughs> in one of these commercials between like Hannah Ann and Madison and Victoria that it like busted up the thing where it was like, we're looking for seniors that want to find love. I, I was, was like, like whoa. What? <laughs> and I put that in my mental note. And then this morning, Good call. Um, after I got into the office and got caught up, I was like, I need to find out what the heck that means. Yeah. And they are looking for ages 65 and older. I mean, that's kind of exciting. I'm totally going to yeah, watch that. As we have gotten older, the cast of The Bachelor and Bachelorette have not. Yeah. I mean, I honestly so think I'm that losing, could be amazing. Right. I'm losing touch. 65 is a little bit over. What yeah, I, I know. I was kind to. of hoping for like 40. What did my husband say? He was like, um, oh, I got to pull up the text because I sent it to him too. Because every would t- enjoy it. He's married. No, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> oh. I think you would enjoy watching it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so we joke every time those commercials come on. He's like, sign me up. And I'm like, shut up. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, he had been out of the room. And I'm like, you missed it. <laughs> um, and he said they won't have a fantasy suite at a resort. It'll be a fantasy um, at an active senior center. With blue Viagra pills. Right. Nobody needs condoms on this date. <laughs> That's somewhat true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so unless I'm they have excited like syphilis s- or something. That is a very. <laughs> it's actually a, a in nursing homes. Yeah. It's yes. Gonorrhea and syphilis very run rampant. Pronounced in um, elderly communities. <laughs> um, Peter seems to be totally smitten with Hannah Ann. Yeah. Um, but she is probably the least complicated. She is. And she is all about Peter all the time. She is. Yeah. I just, this date wasn't really all that exciting. I was like, okay. Yeah, great. And then they pan back to Madison and Victoria. And Madison's like, oh, I bet they're getting ready for the night portion of their date. And Victoria's (laughs) like, or for bed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I mean, so I go back and forth. Like, one minute I like Victoria, and the next minute I just hate her. She would be a fun girlfriend. Yeah. She's also hilarious because you know she's saying it on purpose Mm -hmm. so i saw a news article that came out about her this week and they found her dui they found her mugshot oh but then on top of that she's had like 13 tickets speeding and otherwise i mean understand 13 okay well that's a bit how does she have a license how did she not get out of them with boobs and a face like that did you see her mugshot? She looked a little rough. No, I didn't even. Mm-mm. It was in my feed. Oh. Oh. Instagram. I thought you meant your feed, like you posted it. And I was like, I don't remember seeing that. No, no, that's, yeah. I, I should post things like that. That would make Meh. sense. I was thinking about that today. <laughs> Meh. Like, I follow The Bachelor. You and they know. have a podcast. And their, like, feed is so Bachelor fun. And we we need to step it up, Amber. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay. 
So the Hannah Ann date concludes with the the Titanic s- hand on the door. I don't understand that. Was that from the Titanic? It's been so yes. long. It's I've from heard the it Titanic. called that. Um, yeah, the frosty door. hand where it's like sliding across the door. You think they staged that? Yes, they do. Oh, I was wondering. <laughs> I mean, come on now, people. And then we go back to the room, and that's where... Um, Which we didn't see them wake up in the morning. We no. always see them wake up in the morning. Maybe uh, they cut it out because they ran out of time. I'm sure. But Hannah Ann, like, walks in, and the girls are sitting there. Oh, you just had got done having sex with Peter. And Victoria F. is like, okay, it's time for me to go get ready. Right? For my date and to have sex with Peter just less than 24 hours after you did. Cool. Yeah. Sloppy seconds. Here I come. But it was so awkward to have her walk in. And imagine how she felt. Yeah. She's like, you How was know? the evening? It was fine. Yeah. Uneventful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, yes, Victoria F. goes to get ready for her date. And I just blinked. What did they do? They went on a helicopter ride. That's right. Great. Which she's done with other people this yeah. season. But this was her very first helicopter ride ever. Yeah. <laughs> I like I was just so unenthused by this and entire episode. He asks her if he prefers helicopters or planes and she says planes and he said good choice. Yeah, and then they clink glasses. Yay. Great. <laughs> I hate them. It just seemed really awkward between the two of them. Like I didn't feel like there was anything there. And then they they got to this jungle portion and Yeah, I didn't They were like Peter's like we need to address what happened. Um, in Virginia Beach, and I just want, I'm thankful for that you came to my room, and, and we're good, let's just move forward and not focus on the past. But then they proceeded to talk about it right. many times after that. They didn't move forward. No. When I think of moving forward, I think of, drop yeah. it, let's you not bring it up. It. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a confrontation girl, I don't want to rehash things that don't need to be rehashed. Yeah. That's okay, they rehash it in the later portion. Yeah. Dinner portion? Yeah. Yes. That was difficult to watch. I'm not going to lie. I agree. Did was, you fast forward? I did. Okay. I not, thought you might. Not through all of it, but I fast forwarded through some of it because, like, they could not communicate. And, and he was, he he used that word. He's like, we need to communicate. And she's like, I just don't know what you want. He wants you to freaking speak. And she she said, I, I know you know the way I am, but I need to explain why I am the way I am. And I guess she had an ex-boyfriend, and he never asked her how, about her feelings. So <sighs> when Peter would, she would freak out um, because she thought something was wrong. Okay, but it doesn't mean that you have there- the right to be psychotic. Yeah, she's just, she needs some therapy. Well, and at one point... Peter even says something about how she doesn't have anything to work on. It's nothing that you need to work on. I'm sorry, what? She has a lot to work on. Agreed. She needs to communicate better and not run from things. I'm not saying that all conversations go well in a relationship, but you can communicate better than just constantly deflecting. Do you, did you think he was going to reach for that date card? No. Actually, I didn't either. I, I wouldn't have if I was him because everything was so awkward. There was right. no chemistry. But I was like, he totally wants to bang her. Yeah. There is that. <coughs> so then they go to their fantasy suite, which thankfully is a different fantasy suite. I was a yes. little worried that they were going to go to the penthouse again. I know. Um, and 
Yeah. And yeah. And then they wake up in the morning and we, we see them in the morning. We do see them in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they get out of bed and she has clothes on. He has pants on. And I was like, yeah, okay. Right. Um, we just, we really connected. Yeah. Yeah. Connected. All right. Yeah. And then they pan back to the, the girls suite where um, Hannah Ann is talking to Madison and... Um, at one point, Madison says, you know, if Peter's in bed with Victoria F. right now, I don't even know why I'm here. And then Victoria F. walks in the door. <laughs> and they're like, hey, oh my gosh, you look so skinny. <laughs> yeah, sex burned off a lot of calories last night. <laughs> oh, May God. not have been in a windmill, but four times. I'm just kidding. That wasn't actually said if you didn't listen. <laughs> So, Peter keeps saying that this one day with Victoria is the best day they've had together. So, you're probably not going to propose because they had one good day. Out of how many days? I don't know. Peter's kind of stupid. I could see it. I mean, I know he's not going to propose at the end of this, but he's been kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked him. And I'm not saying I hate him right now, but he's not very smart. I'm just saying. He's a boy. He's a man. He's... There have been other smart bachelor men. That's true. But he really likes the drama. He does. He does. So Peter went to bed with both Hannah Ann and Victoria F. Yes. And so then we go to the Madison date. Yep. Where they climb stairs on a building. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to scale a building. And then all they did was walk upstairs. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it was. I bet it was. But I was like, I thought I was expecting them to be like hanging from the side of a building with like a tether. Yeah, that's not what happened. And then they like spent a very long time making out on it. And I was mm-hmm. like, do we really need to see this? I'm kind of over it. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and then we go to the night portion of the date, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a brief like moment where Matt or uh. Um, Hannah Ann and Victoria are kind of like chatting back and Victoria's oh, like yeah. super pissed and just all distraught because of finding out what Madison told Hannah Peter. Ann and Peter. Yeah. And I was like, shut up. You had sex with him. You're fine. <laughs> but yeah, they go to dinner and she's always so sparkly. I love it. She is. Her eye, her eyelashes are starting to bug me. They're clumpy. Yeah, they are. Um, and Madison tells him that she couldn't handle him having sex with someone else than getting engaged to her six days later. Yeah. And finally tells him that she's saving herself for her marriage, but it took like 30 minutes to get it out. Yes. And he immediately like he does the like he touches his face, which immediately is like, oh, shit. Is like that's your body language because she's like, so I'm saving myself for marriage. And he like rubs his lip or his like lower chin. I was like, ooh, uncomfortable. He was like, oh, I'm not getting laid tonight. And he said, these are my expectations and what I'm expected to do as the bachelor on this television program. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't want... <sighs> and he respects her, but it's not the same decision. Like he doesn't feel the same way. Um and they kind of just go back and forth with those things where she's like, well, this is what I expect. And he's like, well, that's not how I feel. And I'm not going to lie to you. But I was intimate, which I actually had to rewind <laughs> and listen to like eight times because I thought that he was saying I was not intimate. Oh. So I was like, did he just say that he was not intimate? Well, he's like, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. So then just, she walks away. She does. She walks away. She's crying. Dramatic pause. Peter goes to greet her. He's crying. 
And he he's like, I can't lose you. Like, I re- you're really going to walk away from us? And so, on the one hand, mm-hmm. although I'm highly irritated with Madison for many reasons, on the one hand, I actually, I can give it to her. You know what? Good for you. You stood your ground and is being as young as she is, too. But she hasn't quite yet. Right. But she was like, you know what? This is my expectation. This, yeah. And then and I'm gonna, hanging. Yeah. I'm going to go, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But so I get that. But again, I still go back to it all. You knew. Mm-hmm. You know what's coming. Why did we wait until the last episode? Because what if Peter had had a better relationship with Alea or Alaya or whatever that name was with the girl or with Kelsey or... Oh, yeah. Leia. Like, there could have been any other woman that maybe he would have rather had a better experience with. And even if in the end, it's like, oh, my God, bring home Madison to us. La, la, la. He still had sex with women. Yeah. He is not a virgin. If you wanted a virgin, find a virgin. Like, he had sex with Hannah Brown. He had sex with these other two women. He's probably had sex with the other people. Like, I... But everyone's coming out and saying that before Fantasy Suite, she didn't really, she just said that it would be hard for her if he right. was intimate. So he walked into those Fantasy Suites not really understanding exactly. what she was saying. So she does have that where now, you know, if she does come back into the picture, stay in the picture, whatever happens, she can be like, well, I didn't communicate effectively. That's true. As long as he promises to get right with the God and... and yeah. Save himself for marriage. I right. bet they get married in the next year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I get that. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because. Because in the moment, she may not have understood that she wasn't communicating what she was feeling because this is a world she lives in constantly. Right. And so it's not shocking. I mean, I honestly, honestly, I think that if she had sat down at hometown or even shortly before hometown and said, look, I need to tell you I'm in love with you or I'm I'm falling in love with you, but I need you to know that I'm saving myself for marriage. Like, this is really important to me. And to be the one at the end, like, this is something that I need. I think he, honestly, I think he probably would not have been intimate with the other two women. You really don't? I think that he cares way too much about Madison. I think he sees her standing at the end. And Agreed. So, he did print the picture. But either that or he could have said no. And been like, mm, I'm going to keep Kelsey so that way I can have sex with three women. <laughs> Just saying. That's true. But that wouldn't have been big picture. Yeah. I don't know. He's not proposing to anybody. That's all I know. How do you think the women tell all is going to be? <sighs> I don't know. I find it weird. So normally we get to see like little clips. But all they did was show us little clips from the season. Yeah. So I'm like, how big... I think we've all just been so disappointed this entire season that I don't think that even any drama that takes place on the stage still isn't going to be anything compared to any of the other women tell-all. That's true. Ashley I is on it. She confirmed that. Uh So they just brought her on. For what reason? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not really that excited. I, I could care less. I just want to get to the end. I just <laughs> want it to be over. I can't handle it anymore. I mean, I, I honestly, agree. I almost hope that in the end, it's Hannah Brown that comes back and is like, you know, I just, I love Peter. Like, I can't, I still don't think that they're going to work. But 
Like, I hope that that's what happens and that Madison becomes the Bachelorette and then she's the virgin female. So that kind of takes me into my next topic. Oh, okay. The Bachelorette. Yes. On Roses and Rosé, which is hosted by Lauren Zima, who is Chris Harrison's girlfriend. Yeah. um, Chris was on to promote his Seagram's thing. And she asked him, you know, where are we Bachelorette? And he's like, we don't have one yet. We have contestants. And she was like, who do you want? And he was like, nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> not going to answer. So you said who might be the bachelorette? Madison? Yeah. I could see Madison, like, if for some reason because her and Peter don't do something. the expectations are what right. they are from the start. I and agree. I think that she, despite all of my irritation about her waiting until the end to and tell Peter. And that could Peter, be why, why Chris couldn't say who he wanted. Right. I mean, she she seems very grounded for as young as she is. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be smart. Like, she has a lot going for her. She stands her ground. Like, she didn't cause drama um, this season. And I I don't know. I could see it. I don't know that any of, like, Kelsey, Kelsey's way too much crying. Victoria's way too much crying. And they can't have, like, any country artist there because she's probably slept with them. Oh, dang. I <laughs> Chase Rice is opening for Garth Brooks right now. Oh. Did you not see that? No. I think it's, yeah. I still don't understand where you get all this information. I follow Chase Rice. Even when you're like, oh my God, these people dropped a new album. And I was like, how the hell do you know that? Because I follow them. I half the time barely even know when Luke Bryan does anything. And he I has a new album coming out. I know, sometime in April, but I couldn't tell you when. Do you follow him? Yeah. On the social? Do you watch the stories? Yeah. Ish. I also don't that like, was an ish because I don't like listening to the sound. Oh, I never have the sound on. Yeah. Unless I want to actually hear what's going yeah. on, then I turn on the sound. But so, I like his wife better. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. So Glamour.com released an article on the twenty fourth, which was yesterday. Who will the Bachelorette in twenty twenty be? The four most likely fan theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number one is Kelsey. Nope. Too much crying. But think about Champagne Gate. That, yeah, that has been one of the highlights of the season. True. So if she has control, maybe she will be a little bit more stable and less cry. No. I vote no. If she ends up becoming the Bachelorette, I said it here and now, the bitch is not going to be in control. But you're going to watch. Well, we always I was watch. so afraid you were going to like take a stance and be like, I'm not watching. And I'm oh, no, like, I'll watch. Oh, we got to reconfigure Because this, this is podcast. how Bachelor and Bachelorette keep going. Because we're like... Well, we want to see how it actually goes. It is a train wreck, but let's still watch it. Yeah, exactly. The next one is Kelly Flanagan. She made um, it to the top fla- five. She did. and She's I, strong. She was a very good fan favorite, but I just don't know that she responds well to the, the cameras and that kind of attention. Could have been a bad edit. Mm, I don't know. They should have, but if they were considering her for Bachelorette, they would have given her a good edit. That's true. So, I mean, that's why I think, like, Madison, like, they've given her a really good edit. She really didn't cause any drama the entire season. Like, we never really saw much. And at one point, like, she kind of faded into the background while the rest of the crazies were all up in there. She's not on Women Tell All. Who? Kelly. Oh. See, I don't, like, I don't think she likes the, I don't think she likes it. I mean, maybe if she's out of town or she has another engagement or something like that, but I I don't think that she likes the camera attention. Maybe. I don't know. She was fifth. 
She was. Hannah Ann or Madison. I don't think Hannah Ann could be the bachelorette. No. I don't think she could handle it. Like, she's not emotionally intelligent enough to handle it. And the very last one is Hannah Brown. I still don't think they'll do that again. She made a horrible decision. So, Ashley, I revealed that Hannah Brown's schedule for the Dancing with the Stars show live conflicts with Bachelorette. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw that, too. I didn't see it on Ashley Eyes, but I saw it on somebody else's. I I listened to the Ben and Ashley Eye podcast. Oh, right. I stopped listening to them. Why? It bored me. Yeah, I definitely get bored, and I I (laughs) fast-forward things. But they, she had Chris Harrison on this last week, and I was very excited. I and love Chris Harrison. They have a lot of commercials. They do. That's why you fast forward. I know, but uh, I'm driving all the time, so I'm like on my watch, and I'm like, fast forward, fast forward. Oh, my God. It's been three minutes. Ben, shut up. <laughs> I don't care you about LaCroix water. tell Ben Higgins to shut up. Oh, I would. I do love his girlfriend, Jess, though. Do you watch American Idol? I guess one of the contestants spent her introductory interview talking about how she loves Ben Higgins. Uh-huh. So on the very end of the Ben and Ashley I podcast, Ben called the contestant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in other Bachelor news. Yes. Um, Crystal Nielsen came out this week and kind of had a statement about her separation from Goose. Did she? Did you see this? I don't know. It was... Was it the one, like, was it with the photo of them, like, being being all cute? Yeah. Which I was like, really? And she said, we FaceTime last night, and we're talking about how surreal the past couple years have been and how lucky we are to have found one another. We knew that taking a conscious separation, like a conscious uncoupling, Gwyneth Paltrow, um, would be difficult to explain to all of our supporters, friends, and fans, and we knew of the potential tabloid frenzy that would incur, but we... um, but we care so deeply for one another. We're still taking time, taking, taking the risk. I guess he has some work in another part of the country that he's going to do. Okay. He left um, on Saturday to begin an exciting adventure in Florida. She could have gone with him to Florida. I don't think so. She hasn't moved for anyone. He moved to her. I don't care. Like, that's the point. Like, you're in a marriage. Like, this is... I don't know. Right. You make decisions. You make compromises. There's certain things that you do. It's true. It's true. And if you, like, her job, she doesn't have, like, a physical job, I don't believe. I think it's all. She's a yoga instructor. But can't she, like, doesn't she also do coaching online and stuff? I don't know. I don't follow her. I don't either. I follow a lot of people, but I do not follow her. So, really, they basically split up because he's going to go live in Florida for three months and she didn't want to go? It sounds like it. Yeah, that's stupid. I agree. I don't like it. Um, Did you know anyone that went to The Bachelor live? I didn't either. It was in Denver on Sunday night. I'm glad we didn't go because Sunday nights are not. I'm glad you didn't ask us to go. You can always tell me no. I know, but I probably wouldn't have. But you have to be able to. (laughs) Is that why you went to Grace and Mamrie? Oh, no, I I love that. Okay. That was fun. Because I told Steve last night, I was like, you know, crime junkie, never going to pay that kind of money. Yeah, no. Grace and Mamrie come back, $50. I'll pay it again. It was way better than Who's Podcast or Who's... Who Weekly. I stopped yeah, listening one. to them. Yeah. I used to listen to Who Weekly Podcast just because I wanted to keep my finger on the pulse. <laughs> and they did help me, but I'm I'm too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I have a, I follow the important people on the Insta, yeah. I feel like. 
the E! News and all these people that show me these people. And I'm like, who is that? And I can go into Googling. Right. Exactly. You can get everything from Google. You can. So what are you listening to these days? Anything new? So there's a new podcast that I'm listening to. Oh, dear God. I have so many. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So the podcast that I found recently is called Dying for Sex. What is this about? So Dying for Sex, um, it's from Wondery. Oh. And um, the main host um, is a woman named Nikki, but it's about her friend Molly. Molly was diagnosed with um, stage four terminal breast cancer. And um, this was actually her second bout with, bout with breast cancer. Her original um, run was in like 2011. And I don't remember what stage she was at that time, but it wasn't stage four and it wasn't terminal. So she went through all the same stuff. Like she went through the chemo, she went through the radiation, she went through the surgeries. And then years, a couple years later, she was diagnosed with stage four. And she actually was married at the time and it wasn't the greatest marriage. And so she leaves her husband right like within like the first couple months of being diagnosed so she tells a story within like the first or two first or second episode of how her and her husband are in couple counseling trying to like figure out what's going on with their marriage because it's not working and he said she gets the call from her doctor telling her she's terminal Mm -hmm. in that meeting and she announces it and he says that's great can we get back to talking about why i'm mad And in that moment, she was like, oh, my God. And so she ends up leaving the marriage. And it's because and so she starts these like sexual escapades because she feels that her body needs that touch and it needs that recognition and it needs all of all of these different things. And it's so it's not even though they talk about sex a lot, it's about the growth that she feels and living to live. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about she knows that she's going to die. And um, so it's really interesting and they cover it really well and they have some really great conversations and they make really dark humor jokes about cancer and I effing love it. You're there for it. Yeah. So I am listening to that currently. It's great. And I would just like to say, so I've been listening to Left Podcast or Last Podcast on the Left. Yeah, I never picked that one up. Um, They moved all of their podcasts to Spotify. So oh. you can't get it on any other network. I refuse. I am yeah. not downloading Spotify just to listen to one podcast. Agreed. I'm not doing it. I already have Spotify. I don't pay for it. I have the free version. I don't even, like, I don't listen to podcasts. I, I know you use that other podcast app. Yeah. Uh, What's it called? What's it called? I don't know. Pocket Casts? Yeah. Um, but I love my Apple Podcast app. Sure. I That's what I know. Yeah. And I'm old. And I like both, like, I like the podcast app, but right now I really like the Pocket Cast. But, again, I don't, like, I don't want to download Spotify. I don't have it for anything else. So you didn't listen to my playlist that I created? No. (laughs) Now I know. (laughs) Sure. That's why Ashley was the only one who commented on it. Damn. (laughs) I don't, like, I don't like Spotify. I love my Apple Music. I like listening to Apple Music. You turn me on to Apple Music. I feel like Apple Music is great, but there's too much freedom. <laughs> That's the problem with America. I like to be surprised. Like, you know how listening to the radio, you never know what they're going to play next. If I play um, a playlist of like 30 songs oh, and I don't build playlists in Apple like you can... 
Right. <laughs> so it's my bad and my bad. But... <laughs> So I just add, like, I go in and find playlists, and I just add all the songs to my music. See, Because I also listen to music during work. Oh, see, I can't. I listen to, I have headphones. I do, too. But I have found that it really affects my focus. Oh, it helps my focus. And I have to run at 65 miles an hour, and with music playing, I can only run at 45. Ooh, see, with music playing, I can run at, like, 85. It helps me so much. I have this emotional connection with music. I do, too, but for some reason at work... I can't turn I can't, it off. I can turn it off. Oh, I'm in envy of you. It really helps me focus. But then if I'm like in the car and a certain song comes on, I'm like crying. Or there's like emotional or memories or something. Yes. But, I don't know. Hmm. I am listening. Yes. To, uh, I have a story. Okay. So I was um, at brunch with my girlfriend this weekend and she was like, you need to read The Joy of Missing Out. I haven't heard of this. Um, so uh, it's don't play, don't play. It's gonna play. <laughs> um, so it's it's just kind of like how you you need to you know the FOMO, the fear yes. of missing out. This is the joy of missing out. Oh. And I was like, oh great, uh, I don't have time to read. So uh, let me see if I can find like an aud- audible odd audio version without saying audible. <laughs> so I googled like audio version of this book of course Mm. audible comes up and they're like you get two free books and i was like but i used to have a membership okay let me just see if it gives me the two free even though i sign in with the the audible that i used before Mm -hmm. and they gave me two free oh so i was like oh i get a second one so then i look at their like suggestions for janet and the first one jessica simpson's book So, I have downloaded The Joy of Missing Out, but I have been enthralled with the Jessica Simpson book, Open Book. (laughs) I love a good biography slash autobiography. I don't know. I really have to be invested in the person. So, I grew... I am. Like, she's not Britney. Like, I'm listening to Jessica thinking, oh, if Britney came out with this, oh my god. Britney's new boyfriend, by the way, is really hot. He is. He is adorable. Um, He's sexy. That's Mm -hmm. what I meant. Sound so old when I say things like that. <laughs> Only 38, but I'm just feeling 68 today. I could be on the bachelor senior version. <laughs> um, but like because I I remember when Jessica Simpson came out, it was during the time of Brittany and Christina, and I I loved all of them and Pink, the four girls, they mm. were my like lifeblood through college. Like yeah. I would, like, get ready to go out to the club with them. And, and then, like, she did Dukes of Hazard, And these boots are made for walking. Jessica Still Simpson never seen style. That. Oh, my gosh. I know that she was in it. I did not watch it. Why? Do you know, real quick, side note, that... So, I told Nick that we need to buy, like, a Blu-ray player or, like, a DVD player. Because we don't have one. You don't. You have Amazon. You have Apple. Okay. See, that's what <laughs> he had. So, we can no longer have this conversation. Go on no, with your story. I need to hear your argument. Well, my argument is just like, I have all these DVDs. So, oh, and you yeah. can also. I got rid of all mine. Like, because my thing is, is I don't, we don't stream those videos. So, Amazon Prime, first of all, sucks balls. Because all the videos that, like, all the movies that you want to watch, you have to pay for. But you can buy them and then have them in your Amazon collection forever. Yeah, but then I got, no. I'm buying a DVD player. I refuse to buy. I bet you can go to Goodwill. Um, Actually, I have a friend. Tad is going to give me one for free. Because he has an extra one. 
So no, I I understand. Steve and I still have a DVD VHS combo because he has VHS tapes. He can't of course get rid he of. does. He also has eight track player right there. I was actually looking at that while I was talking to you about that. I was like, yeah, oh, that's an A-track player. And a cassette player right below it with a CD player. Uh, like, not just a cassette player. This is like a boombox, people. Yes. It is one of those things that like people like carried around on their shoulders back in the day. Yeah. So he has all the devices that we need to play yeah. all the things. Oh, but I, I don't like stuff. Yeah. And so when I cleaned out my one corner of this basement... I got rid of all my DVDs, all my VHS. I think I may have kept Crossover. Remember the movie that Britney Spears did? Oh, right. Crossroads. 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 I kept that one. But everything else I've kind of started buying on Amazon slowly. I'm downloading the Friends episodes Nick is going to comment on this as soon as he hears you talk about this. It's going to be a thing. But... It's two different versions of what we what we like. I live in a house full of stuff, and I think it has prevented me from wanting to collect more stuff. Well, and I think like us moving into the smaller house, for the most part, I wanted to continue to get rid of stuff. Yes. But the DVD player is like, I I bought a bunch of DVDs over Christmas because Why? I really wanted to watch. Because they were a dollar. Yes. Because you can't, you don't pay much for DVDs And anymore. I really <laughs> wanted to watch certain Christmas movies. And I couldn't find them on TV, and I also don't like watching them on TV because of the commercials. And then but you, if you they DVR like clip them, them, you can fast forward, right? But then they also clip them, and they don't play all the like all of the sections of the movies. Mm. So I bought them, and then I came home, and Nick was like, "What are you doing? We don't have a DVD player." And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" But well, ten years ago, I bought DVD player for like forty bucks. I bet they still have them at Walmart. Again, I can get one for free from okay, Tad. My bad, my bad. But I'm just saying. But that was my argument as well. It's like they're cheap. What does it matter? I'm not making you buy it. That's I'll buy true. it for my own money. That's true. I, yes. we Two different opinions, but that's what's great about our podcast, because yes. we all live in a similar state of mind, but we have differenting opinions. Yeah. And I really like Jessica Simpson's open book book so far. I kind of, I've thought about reading Jenna Dewan's, though, um, from... Yeah, I know who she yeah, is. Yeah, okay. You looked at me kind of confusing. I've kind of just, I don't know. I've thought about reading her reading hers. Hi, thanks, Butterfly. Butterfly. And there's a couple others. I still haven't read Anna Kendra Anna Kendricks. It's yeah, I'm not really emotionally invested with her, but I am with Jessica Simpson. So I love Anna Kendrick. And I know a lot of people don't like her, but I I, I love, love her humor. I really do. She's she an amazing actress. Funny. She is. I love her. And she's got a great voice. Um, I, I think the last biography I listened to was Crap. See, I still like, I, like, I don't, this, so, okay. So, okay. Here's, here's where you and I flip. So, mm-hmm. you don't always like to have, con- like, conversations about, like, real stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't like to read real stuff. Okay. <laughs> I want to read the crime thrillers. I want to read, and, like, they're not necessarily true stories. I don't want to hear about somebody's life, to be honest. This is also why when I originally got my psych degree, I didn't want to go into general psych. I think it's great the people that are out there that can help. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had my own therapist that has helped me with, like, anxiety and PTSD and depression and all of that. So I'm not saying anything against that. But it wasn't something I could do. Like, I just, I wanted to something more exciting. I got that. Like, antisocial personality disorder and people that murder people. Right. <sighs> So, if you look at my 
my Moving on. previous Audible <laughs> purchases. I've got Holly Madison's book. I've got Amy Schumer's book. Drew Barrymore, Mindy Kaling, both Mindy Kaling books. Tina Fey, oh, Leah I, Remney. I think the only autobiography I have ever both read. Both Holly Madison books. She had two. Really? The Vegas Diaries and then the Down the Rabbit Hole. I don't remember these. Yeah. And I, then Sophia Amoruso, Girl Boss. Well, yeah. I don't remember them. The only autobiography I think I've ever actually read or like real story has been in Frank. That's dark. Yep. I was obsessed with the Holocaust back in the day. I <laughs> used to rent library books from the library. Mm-hmm. And I multiple checked out and read Reba McIntyre's autobiography and um, Lisa Marie Presley. Do you watch Little Sheldon? She Reba McIntyre. I was so excited. I know. She I was, was so I was happy. Like, oh, my God. I was like, Nick, I've met her. I've met her. I was in sixth grade and she was literally the same height as me. I'm so jealous of you. I'm not jealous of the whole Anne Frank Holocaust focus that you yeah, had fair. In, in your life, but. <laughs> fair. I read everything on Anne Frank. Why do you think? I don't. I don't know. Did you want to be captured? <laughs> well, at that hidden? time, I probably did want to be captured. Right. But you I know, I used to want to be adopted. It's fine. I still want to be adopted. <laughs> if anybody's out there looking for a, if Reba wants to adopt two girls, right? Does someone with some good money and? It doesn't have to be money. You don't have to give me money. No, Just you don't have to give me, give me money. Support. Do you have like a great house in the mountains? That I could just, like, come to no every now and then? physical items are needed in my world. I just need some emotional support. Oh, I don't need emotional support. I have no emotions. Not so. if you and Reba were in a room. I bet you'd have emotions. I've met Reba, and I was good. But no, like, in a room, chilling, hanging out, not a meet and greet. Like, we chilling, watching some, like, big little lies together. Talking about, is there life out there? <laughs> that and was my about favorite the song. Men that you ever knew. I know, and um, being all fancy, right, with our AIDS blanket. <laughs> what? So she has. Oh. <laughs> I don't know this about her. Oh, so uh, <laughs> I was like, you need to elaborate. <laughs> like what? Maybe his name was John. So when maybe his name was John came out, uh-huh. it was. Um, I mean, it was around the fact that the person in the song was about a woman who got AIDS. Oh. But at that time, that was also when the AIDS blanket was oh. out. And um, so I think the AIDS blanket was featured in her video from She Thinks His Name Is John. And um, at I that time. That. Yeah. And at that time, I actually went out and I got to see the AIDS blanket in person. It had come to our local college. I know that song. The Ace Blanket is favorite, really cool. It was on my favorite Reba McIntyre album, which... I do like that song. The 25th anniversary. I like all her songs. Her and Garth Brooks, man. I tell ya. And Chase Rice is opening for him. I know. Because yeah. I told you. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> you tell me most of my most of my real life. And I feel facts. out of touch. Oh. Like, I feel like I don't know what's going on. I never know what's going on. Like, Nick even says stuff to me sometimes, and I was like, that happened? I don't, I don't really know. Like, I, the other day when you were like, Amber, you need to vote. I'm like, I didn't even know there was voting going on. Did you do it? No. That's Did why you, you do your ballot? No. Because you I, aren't registered? What? I don't know. You're I have a new, not. I have a new address. They forward. Oh. 
I mean, I register, <laughs> like, I vote on November 2nd when there's that, but I, like... This the, is the caucus. Yeah, I... Mm, I got nothing for you. Okay. I'm just well, saying. so they... <laughs> you need to study up a little bit. Yeah, I know. This helps decide who the two nominees are for the big parties. Well, I know that. I just, I didn't, like, do it. <laughs> but don't you want to have a voice? Well, yeah, but I'll have a voice in it when it happens. But what if the person you want doesn't make it to when it happens? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to not gonna get serious. I really need someone that's going to be a candidate with glitter. RuPaul's not running. Fuck. <laughs> that would be a maze ball. RuPaul and Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> could rule this world. <laughs> president and vice president right there. I'm putting them on the nominee list. <laughs> You're going to write in. I'm going to write it in. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's going to be a crazy few months between now and November. You have no idea. Why? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, my world, my life couldn't get any crazier in the I mean, I'm realm. about to get a glitter wall in our new house. <laughs> like, I no, mean, I things just, are exciting. I just mean that, like, the ads and the, it's just oh, going to yeah. be all up in our grill. I know. I really hate Frickin it. Freaking Bloomberg is on my YouTube. Yeah. I almost got into a political conversation with somebody at work today, and I was like, I'm going to no. go spray tan and be an Oompa Loompa. It's fine. Because they were talking about stuff I didn't care to talk about, so I just, I Why diverted. Why did you go to spray tan and Oompa Loompa? Because Trump. He's so orange. <laughs> Don't. Because they were making, well, so they were making these, like, <laughs> claims about something with Trump and blah 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 and i was I like i saw him in person last week he's not as orange as he appears on tv well you know they say the camera adds 10 pounds in an orange <laughs> <laughs> okay i wasn't gonna bring it up but you brought it up so i'm actually uh, impressed i can't believe you even put it on social media i was i struggled because i didn't so think you were going hard. to so i don't want to talk politics with you i'm this isn't a political oh, no. topic we're bringing up no um, because I, I don't care where you stand. Right. Um, I love you. And if we have differing opinions, that's great. If we have similar opinions, that's great. It doesn't matter. There was a president and end up being a vice president in our uh, state. Yeah. And I was able to stand in line. My back still hurts from standing <laughs> for so long. And be in the same room with them and be close enough where I could get some decent pictures. And I... I didn't make eye contact, but I don't know if I did because maybe he's he's older and I don't know. I couldn't see his eyes; they're kind of squinty. Tan was in the way, <laughs> but it was just an amazing feel. I've never been in the same room with the president, yeah, or vice president, and they were both there. And they didn't announce that Mike Pence was going to be there until oh, like yeah. I was standing in line, and I'm like, what? <laughs> well, and I think that this is also a good point. We're not talking politics. We're not. But just to say, the, I mean, you told and that's me. why. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, you told me um, before, like, when you first bought the tickets. I think we had a podcast that night. And you told me that you bought the tickets and, like, you were going. There was no purchasing. It was free. Oh, okay. Well, you got your tickets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, great. Like, I don't personally like Trump. And I, like, but it has nothing to you do with anything. Looking. Because there's a. <laughs> I know. My husband's a big Trump guy. There's a big Trump flag in the back. <laughs> no. But, like, this is what it's about. This is about everybody having their own opinion. USA. And you can respect it. Like, you can go do your thing, and but I have no problem cannot. with you. I know. 
So this was my thing. Like I had I told you, I don't think I'm going to post about it. it it's I know. Fine. I was surprised that you did. But so good for you. It was an hour and a half drive to and from Colorado Springs, which is where he was sh- appearing. Mm-hmm. On my way home, I was just having this emotional, like, I don't know what I should do. This is an experience in my life. Right. And if you look at my social media, it's about experiences. Oh, yeah. I have no no political stuff. Yeah. I don't even typically share news stories. Yeah. Like, I'm all about the experiences that I have. And so I finally was, I was just like, this was an experience. I need it yeah. to be a start, part of my social media. It's kind of like, I think about one day when I'm no longer on this earth, people can look at my social media and see the experiences that I have and how yeah. blessed I am. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I, I just did it. And there were a couple people that well, made negative comments. So I was looking. And so when I looked at yours, I didn't see the negative comments, but I on was Facebook? waiting. Oh, no, I didn't look on Facebook. I was on Facebook. Instagram. Instagram didn't. Because I saw that there was a couple comments and I was like, oh, I'm a little concerned. But but like, again, I'm not a strong person. I don't want to see negativity thrown at me. But why why does it have to be negative in the first place? Like, I don't understand. And it wasn't as directly negative as it probably could have been. Right. But it was passive aggressive negative comments. And, you know. A few days later, one of my Facebook friends posted about how they were out um, campaigning for Bernie Sanders. And I'm like, see, this is exactly when I am choosing to like her pay, like her photo, right. because she's doing something she believes in. Yeah. I'm not going to throw out negative comments. No. Like, good for you. You did something that you wanted to do. I personally have seen Bill Clinton in, in person and... You know, so I didn't really care about that. Was he a president at the time? He was. Oh, see? We were actually in the second row, or like the first or second row. My friend Ashley, he actually touched her head. And then later on, I was like, that hand touched Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop it. Come on. And a lot of other women. Yeah. <laughs> Including Hillary. Right. <laughs> but it, it was just an experience. And yeah. I, I wasn't going to bring it up on the podcast, but you kind of opened the door and I did. Well, that's cool. I think that it. They, I'm glad because that you I did. I don't want to. I don't want to ever. Right, but I don't think that we. I think that you can still talk about it without having. We respect and love each other enough that yeah. we're not gonna like start attacking. No, I don't. I feel like there are other people that have been on this podcast that would yeah. attack me. Right. There were actually. Anyway, we'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, yep. we are over an hour. So. Oh, sweet. If you're listening, like, share, subscribe. We'll be back next Wednesday. I have a Wednesday. positive poly. I know. Oh, okay. We'll be back next Wednesday with an all-new podcast after Women Tell All. Um, I have the wine book I right here. I was like, here. where's the wine book? You pull up your positive poly while I... I'm on it. Okay. All right. Positive poly for the day. The battles that count aren't the ones for gold medals. The struggles within yourself, the invisible battles inside all of us, that's where it's at. Excellent. I love it. Number 32 in the wine book. Get as thorough a taste of wine as you can at the first mouthful. Make Make sure you swill swill the liquid around, right around your mouth, so it reaches all the different sensory areas. Yeah, that's what he said. Don't forget, once you've swallowed, it's gone. Every man is going to be using this as a pickup line. There are no taste receptors in your throat. 
someone I beg to differ. Oh my gosh, that that is the one I opened up to. I swear to God, I did not have it bookmarked, but that was perfect for an Amber podcast. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Yeah, bye. bye. Are we off the air?